Welcome to another episode of Undressing the Soul, where we bear our thoughts, our words, our emotions to these to this next 30 minutes or so of uninterrupted inspiration. <laughs> so welcome, welcome. Today, today let's talk about integrity and congruency. When we, when we are sincere, truthful, fair, and honest, it means that we are with integrity. And, and it would mean to live life with congruency too. And it starts with awareness by shining light on the self within and being raw and brutally honest with who we are and what we feel, what we think. Alberto Bijoldo calls this journey fishing the deepest waters. And I like this because literally when we go into this inward journey that I love to talk about, <laughs> it's, it's going fishing into the deepest waters of oneself. And he goes on to say, in order to heal our soul and find that missing part, we must go fishing in the deepest waters of the psyche where we haven't gone before. And I like to call this, as I've shared before, an inward journey because it takes courage and vulnerability and both go hand in hand, helping us feel life with clarity and glue together the parts of our soul that came apart at one point in time, starting by asking about I've our values and inner drivers. So I get it. I get it. I've had a couple of clients, former clients, when I was just beginning. Um, and they and they said once when when started the program, they said, I can't do this. Because what I was doing, it was lifting or putting in front of them a big magnifying mirror. And that mirror was a pure, clearest reflection of who they were. And that awareness that brought that big mirror, it was not, it was not pleasant. Because that meant that these two amazing souls could no longer blame the world for what happened to them. They could no longer pinpoint a victim. They, they could no longer hold themselves a victim and they could no longer point the finger at other people and say, because of you, this happened to me. It meant taking responsibility for absolutely everything in their lives. And that was scary to sit in the pain, owned the pain, and then have the responsibility, the willingness and the openness to forgive and let go takes guts. It's not for the faint of hearts. And so I've had a couple of people that said, nope, I'm not going to do this. This is too much to bear. I'd rather stay here where I am comfortable because it suits them better to be the victim. 
it's too much to to look at the values what are the values that we have in our lives what are the inner drivers that we have within ourselves and we can ask what energy level can i consciously choose when i show speak and relate to others because when we are willing to be open and truthful about what we feel what we think what we say it means that we are choosing how we are showing up and in that choosing we are changing our energy signature the inward journey for me it helped me see the world through energy rather than people or an event or the circumstances so in my practice I, I coach listen to the core energy not the person and that's what I coach that's what I teach the person to self-coach themselves when I'm not around because you're not going to have a life coach for the rest of your life maybe yes that's a it's a very good idea i've always had a life coach coaches need coaches too um but we need to teach we need to learn we need to teach us coaches and we need to learn as humans that not always we're going to have someone around in the moment that we need the most and so it's in those moments where we need to identify the energy that we are perceiving that we're sensing and address the energy not the person i have committed myself to speak the unspoken with love and honesty for the last few years and it means sharing how i feel with openness welcoming uncomfortable conversations and choosing silence at times instead and silence is a powerful powerful communicator because you are taking back your power your sovereignty to to decide how you're going to show up to be good at anything we got to do the work ourselves first we got to try everything we profess if you're an entrepreneur you you must go through the the pains of building a business and making it work not by force but really trusting your abilities your inner wisdom trusting your gut in doing that inner work because our business is a reflection of us and and we are a reflection of our business so it's one sometimes i've 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 seen people where they want to separate the two. Oh, that's my business, but I'm something else. And we don't realize how much we influence the, 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 the venture that we're in and vice versa. If you are, if you're a mom, we must see our children as our greatest teachers. We're not here to guide them we are here to learn from them and i say this with complete conviction because my two daughters have been my greatest teachers and the ones that have invited me to go even deeper 
No, that the superficial shitty stuff. No, going deep where it really hurts and reprogram all the beliefs that I inherited, that I was conditioned with from the beginning when I was young to shift that and to co-create, rewrite my story now. Because some of the things that we learn in our childhood, it was just because we were born into a family, we were born into a society that told us that that or this was good. It was correct. It was the truth. And when we are adults, we need to challenge all of that and rewrite our own story. If we are coaches, we have to do the inner work again and live by it. And, and the inner work is not just doing uh, one thing once in a blue moon or a workshop or read a book. It's a daily practice to self-reflect and challenge oneself. Really look at judgments right in the face when we judge ourselves, when we judge others, because those are the greatest opportunities. I've known you've heard me say this before. The judgments are the greatest opportunities for us to look at our wounds and see what we need to heal. If we teach finance, well, we better have hours in order <laughs> before we can give any advice to other people. If we profess to teach women empowerment, we better be empower ourselves and have a thriving life, business. It doesn't mean that it needs to be perfect. Nothing, absolutely nothing is perfect. But being congruent with what we profess means that we need to really live a life that aligns with what we say. We got to talk the talk, walk the walk. And I know it's a cliche, but we got to talk the talk and walk the walk. I want to reiterate that. Congruency is the quality of our relationship with self, money, love, kindness, and compassion. It is speaking our truth, not what is our filter authentic. There's a difference. Speaking our truth, not what is our filter authentic self. Being congruent means being raw and showing up exactly as we are. It doesn't mean that we're going to bear everything out in the open, but it means that you know that you're working on your truth. You know, the other night I, I browsed through Netflix for a comedy and wondering what to watch. And the girls got us into the hunting for a week. And I was done with ghost stories. We came across the movie, The Late Bloomer. <laughs> Not a hit. And, and, and it was pretty boring, to tell the truth. But the message was on point. The guy had written a book about sex and had never experienced sex. So how can you talk about something if you have never experienced it? You gotta live by it. So congruency is the harmony of what we think, feel, say, and do with how we live within our home's privacy, what we show the world. And that, my friends, can be felt by the energy we project out into the world. 
we can hide it. As much as we try, we cannot hide it. It's out in the open. It can be felt from miles away. There is an exercise that I do with my clients where we have one person think of a happy thought and the other person, and we can do this on Zoom, actually. We have done it on Zoom. And the other person on the other side of the screen is going to be feeling that uh, energy, that thought, the energy of that thought. And so they're going to walk backwards and walk backwards until the person, the other person feeling the energy cannot feel it anymore. And the same is going to be done for a negative thought. And usually the negative thought doesn't go beyond certain, I don't know, maybe five feet, 10 feet. And the happy thought or the positive thought expands beyond 10 feet, sometimes 20 feet. Sometimes people have told me, no, I got to stop. I cannot, there's a wall. I cannot go on more than further from here because there's something preventing me to go further. And so that shows that no matter where we are, even on, on, through screens, through Zooms, on the internet, on social media, you can actually feel the energy of the other person. You can actually feel, sense that energy. So that's why it's so powerful. Everything is energy. So if we say something that it's not authentic to us, you better believe that you're going to feel it. And you have. I'm pretty sure you can think about certain things, certain events or circumstances or people that you can say, oh, I don't believe that's true. Oh, maybe that is true. Now, we cannot confuse it with judgment because judgment has a negative connotation that's dense energy. And it, when judgment comes from within us, Obviously, there's a bias. But the purest energy that you feel without judgment, you can trust that wholeheartedly because it's never going to fail you. When we are misaligned, it feels constricted. It feels like the imposter syndrome creeps in and we are overwhelmed, frustrated, angry, as if the world is against us. Against us. We are defiant. That's a dense energy. That's catabolic energy. So we can release ourselves from the filters that block our clarity and align with our core values to live a life of wholeness and truth by going deep within ourselves. That is the best way that we can shatter the judgment, shatter shattered the critic, the inner critic, and really tap into that energy that it's pure so we can live an authentic life in congruency with who we truly are, not what the world wants us to be. And so whenever the things, the question that I ask myself when when I am in doubt or I feel this constriction within my body hmm, and I feel that it is not in congruency with who I am, hmm, I ask, 
is this aligned with my core values? Is this aligned with being truthful, being authentic, being happy? And if the answer is no, I let it go. That's an easy no or an easy yes if the answer is yes. If the answer is yes, this is in congruency with how I live my life and how I show up in the world and, 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 and how my energy is felt because we're the ones who feel the energy. Sometimes we just ignore it. So that is the number one question. Is this in congruency with my energy, with who I am to my core? So my friends, if you would like to have a deeper conversation, we can have, we can connect through many forms. You can email me, you can have a virtual coffee with me, or you can visit my website or my social media accounts. I'm all over the place. <laughs> so I welcome you. I welcome you. I love to connect with like-minded human souls that would like to explore and would like to deepen their self-awareness and their consciousness because we're, that's where we're here. We're here to, to raise the vibration of the world that it's so needed right now. So thank you for listening. Have an amazing, amazing day and live in congruency with your values, with your truth. God bless you. Have an amazing, amazing rest of your week. Ciao, ciao.